The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Call yourselves Title Town? Are you kidding me? That's fraud. Uh, it feels like a gray area. Spoiler alert, Canada. Cup's coming back to the U.S. of A. There's way too much negative stigma attached to strippers. I, I hate you guys so much. <laughs> My dog just shit his ass. Yo, 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 yo. Good morning, Vietnam. Shout out Michael Scott. Look, boys and girls, we're live and direct from South Texas. It's your boy, the intern. How the fuck we're here? I don't know. You know that like clip from Hot Ones and it's Paul Rudd and Sean Evans and they're just like, look at us. Look at us. Well, look at us. Look at us go. Who would have thought that this far down the line, I'd be hosting a show by myself? It's a crazy thing when you really think about it. And all of this is happening on just any other Tuesday. But this is no longer any other Tuesday. This is a dog Tuesday. And I guess I'm the dog now. I was always just the intern. But I guess I'll be an intern dog. But I mean, I'm just glad. In all actuality, I'm actually really happy I'm here. Um, and I just can't wait to see how this fucking goes right now. It's like seeing a train come down the rails and I'm in like a little, like 1995 Volkswagen Beetle. And I'm like, fuck, am I going to beat it? Am I going to beat it? Am I not? Am I not? But fuck it. Here we go. We're just going to keep going and see what happens. So it's Tuesday. You know what that means? We drink a brew with the boys and girls this week. If you're please post what you're drinking in the comments, I got you. I'll read them out. This isn't. A dictatorship as it was with the prior regime. I read all y'all shit. So don't worry. I'm gonna read all of y'all shit. I am drinking a what the fuck is this shit called again? A real ale brewing company, Hill Country Bach beer. What the fuck Bach is? I don't know. I know Shiner, but I don't know Bach. Um it is brewed and bottled and handcrafted and some stupid shit, but I mean, fuck it. I haven't tasted it, and let's see how it tastes. Y'all drop your shit in the comments. I'll read it out. I'll let you know if I'd fuck my beer or not, and I'll let you know if i fuck your drink or not. Well, I think my cosign's pretty great, so I mean, why not? Wait, this tastes like water. This tastes like a Michelob Ultra. So yeah, I'm fucking the beer. Good shit. So, to start off the show... I dropped a little question to the Facebook group and shout out to all the homies that answered and dropped me questions. And I just realized like, you know what? I'm going to share my wisdom to everyone in the land. Like when Merlin gave the power to author, I am Merlin giving you all the power you need. So this is the first ever segment of CBS history called ask me anything. The more, you know, let's go. So I asked around in the group and I asked my uncle because my uncle does a bunch of adult shit. And I was like, what are some questions that that you think I should give the people knowledge on? And the first question he asked me was, what should you do with your 401k? My immediate response, I have no fucking idea what that is. But then I Googled it a bit and I was like, oh, it's a retirement plan thing. And I was like, oh, I'm fucking 23. What do I know about retirement? So then I thought about it and I realized that the best advice I can give you is just do whatever the fuck your 
like your company tells you to do because I have no idea what I'm going to do there. I'm just going to take the fucking the, the money into my little savings account as I can. So great question. Did I know the answer? Not really, but I hope I helped y'all navigate the course of a 401k. In the comments here, we have Andrew Wyborski. I know that's Mookie, but I had to drop the full government name. He is drinking a tropical beer hug by Goose Island Beer Company, an imperial IPA that claims to be a vacation for your taste buds. So, yes, would bang. I'd bang it as well. Sarah White is finishing off the last of nothing fancy beer before heading out for vacay. New shit next week. What a dogette. We love to see it. And my big hater, but that's my dog too, Gabe. Exemption. What the fuck? Tripel. Tripel Ale. 8.5 ABV. Taxman Brewing Company. I don't like the taxman, but I got to deal with it, so I'll fuck your beer too. Second question that I got in the Ask Me Anything was, am I fucking pancakes or fucking waffles? I assumed he meant which one do I like more, but to be truthful to what the question was asked, I'm going to fuck the waffles. There's more holes. There's more things to go around there. Disgusting, nevertheless, but I'm a waffle guy. I am. I just am. To all my audio listeners here, just picture a Belgian waffle from IHOP, the International House of Pancakes, and then picture some pancakes from IHOP. Same restaurant, I know, but you get, you get the vibe. You get the vibe I'm going with. So there's just too much like density to go through with the pancakes since it's like a triple stack. And I'm not, that's too much work. That's too much work. If I'm already down bad to the point where I'm looking for a damn pancake and waffle, it's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of crazy. I'm not, I'm not really gonna do that, but I'll fuck the waffles. Throw some syrup on there. It's gonna be a great time. I'm gonna smell like shit for a week. I'm gonna track some ants, but I'll do it. When it comes to eating the waffle, eating pancakes or waffles themselves, I'm eating the waffle again because the waffle, you got the little crevices, the little mini pools of syrup and butter. It's less work. Actually, it's the same amount of work. I lied, but it's still good. So I'm going to take the pancakes there. Okay, great comment. Great comment. If I could give five gold stars, I would. Again, democracy. I give all of y'all stars. So sip, truck, drain, pour. Waffles, pancakes, and French toast. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to hold you, Sarah. Great question, but I'm poor draining pancakes. I am going to chug the French toast and I'm going to chug, no, I'm going to chug the French toast. And I'm going to sip the waffles. It's because sometimes, say you had a long night, got too fucked up, too many beers, too many cocktails. A, a French toast is going to fuck you up even more. It's, uh, I'm nah, not really down for that. But the waffles, again, each little pool and crevice of syrup and butter, it's going to go so crazy. It's going to go so, so crazy. And Tank, I think it's Tank. Anthony Mansfield. I'm sorry. I know your government name. I'm hoping it's Tank. So shout out Tank. You asked me, favorite fight during a sporting event. So I don't have to be humble here. My favorite sporting event fight was actually <laughs> one I was involved in. But I was like collateral. I didn't mean to do any of that shit. So Typical high school rivalries, you think it's your Super Bowl. You're like, we're fucking seniors. We run the north side of Laredo. This is us. This is us. So we're going to the food stand. We're going to get some nachos. And we run into some of our friends 
on the other side. Mind you, we're getting smacked at halftime. It's like 24-3. And they're like, yo, like, fuck you. Fuck you. What do you want? What do you want? And I'm like, we can score more points, but like, what the fuck do you want? Don't be talking to me like that. So I'm just in line minding my business. My homies are, and it's like friendly fire. It's just, I just, I just see them pushing each other. And I'm like, I'm not going to deal with this. Next thing you know, I see limbs. And I'm like, oh, no. No, no, no. I go in to block the limbs. And next thing you know, boom. My eye gets hit. This is when I became like Chief Keith and Chirac and just started shooting blind. I'm just wow, 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 swinging away. According to the PTA helper, I hit, which is my friend's mom. I helped, I hit like two of my friends and I knocked one down. I'm still putting it in the tally as a tie or no contest, but I mean, you be the judge. Actually, drop it in the comments. Did I win, lose, or draw that fight? Because I think I drew. If you want to be a dog to the dog, you can say I won, but it's okay. I'm humble. I'm you. What is that? I have humility. We're good. It's just me. I'm for the people, man. And that also coincides into another question, which was the do's and don'ts at a tailgate. And what a perfect time this was asked because I was out Saturday night, not at a tailgate, at a bar. But it's still, it's like tailgate adjacent because I've experienced this at tailgates before. I'm at I've actually never been to University of Texas tailgate. I've only been to like local sports team tailgates. I'm at a tailgate with my, my friend, my friend group. And my friend group's like, yo, I'm going to bring my homies from out of town. He's in the army. And I'm like, oh, say less. Like, shout out the military. Thank you for your service. Like, like, fuck yeah, bring him over. Bring him over. We're having a great time getting drunk. And he sees a girl, right? Number one do of a tailgate. Be self-fucking-aware. Be self-aware. If you can only drink three beers, drink the three beers. If you can drink a whole 18, drink a whole 18. You do you. You live your life. Whatever floats your boat or whatever the phrase is. I don't know the phrase entirely. What is that other one? Uh, a high tie raises all ships. If you want to do that, then we'll, we'll all get hammered together. But be self-aware. And what I mean by self-aware is the guy they tagged along, we'll call him Jerry. He was from Dallas, military man. That already red flags. He saw a pretty girl, went up to her, and starts, like, confessing his love. And I'm like, dog, come on. You're four Michelobes deep, which is the equivalent of, like, what, two, one and a half IPAs? That's crazy. He's spilling his life, his life to her and how he was with the girl for such a long time of three months. I, as soon as I heard three months, I pulled him by his shirt. And I was like, bro, shut the fuck up and sit down. You're done. You're done. He was not self-aware enough to realize the situation he was put in. He fell in love after a beer and a half of Michelob Ultras and was not self-aware to realize that that girl was way the fuck out of his league. He had no business being there. No business. Number two, which is arguably one of the most important ones, consent. I don't need to go deeper into that, but just consent. In all aspects of the form, consent. If I need to elaborate, she's too young for you, bro. Shout out Polly D and Vinny. Number three, don't drink and drive. Get a ride share. The lime scooters. That's which also goes back to being self-aware. If you have no balance, just walk. Don't ride the scooter. Just don't do it. 
and my final list, my final biggest major, actually second biggest major, the, mo the most major do and don't is consent. I mean, we all need it, right? But my last key important one is money. If you are broke, as in you can't, like if you, you got to depend on, I got to go to the tailgate with the homies or I need to pay my car. Pay your car, bro. We'll see you next year. You have a whole year to pay or next month. I do not want you to be the guy that can't buy a basket of fries. I'm going to spot you. I'm always going to spot you forever. My homies, I might not have money either, but I'm going to spot them. But I don't want you to be the guy that sits standing there in the corner. Oh, I can't have fries because I'm broke. No, bro. There's nothing wrong with being broke. I'm broke all the time. But I budget. So be responsibly broke. I'm switching that. Asterisk. Do. Be responsibly broke. So, I mean, that's pretty much the do's and don'ts of a tailgate. Thank you, Gabe. I appreciate it. Thank you. See? Why is your beyond your years? Why are the majors at the end of the list? Because, like, the fucking, the way the movie plot line goes, you start with the soft ones, you rise up to your rising action. Climax. And we avoid the other part because I didn't think that far deep. And then the last question that I was given, and to end the more you know, the first one in its history, which I'm sure there's going to be more of. I went through a great deal of work to do the whole graphic and everything. I went back to my iPad, got on the grains and all that crazy shit. It was crazy. I didn't rip it from NBC. Who said I did that? Nobody. I did it all on my own. Artist. Dog. Visionary. Me. The dudes... Uh, is John Jones the UFC GOAT? Bro, can you do like a brick and a half of coke and still out-wrestle Daniel Cormier? I would die after just looking at it being chopped up by the credit cards. This man, John Jones, sniffed it through both nostrils, had a fight the next day, and kicked his ass. Kicked his ass. I drink three beers, and I think... I'm Shawn Michaels doing the fucking sweet chin music. Imagine what Coke would do to me. Imagine, no, ask this question to yourself. What would Coke do to you? Last thing I want to see you is in an LA or San Francisco asking for money. Again, I'm going to spot you. But it just might not be great. So, yeah, John Jones is the GOAT. What he did to Cyril Gaon is ridiculous. I, I can't believe what he did to that man. It, it's John, the only thing that I will say, John Jones has weird social skills. Like he wants to play the villain. I don't know, man. He's just a weird guy. But, I mean, weird people are crazy dog shit. Dude, they do crazy dog shit. It's wild. Look at Khabib. I Khabib. I eat bear. I wrestle bear. Bro, what are you on? That's crazy. So, yeah. Please feel free to go down to that post and ask me questions. I'll try to run it through my superiors to see if I could run that a little bit more and we could get some more questions down there. I'll, I'll, remember, remember, guys. When I'm around, it's a democracy. When they're around, um, I got to put on my, yes, Mr. Stalin. Yes, Mr. Stalin. So we'll see how it goes. And now, oh, Responsibly Broke is an, auto, is an awesome title for an autobiography. Yeah, it is. I'm Responsibly Broke right now. I hope we all are Responsibly Broke. Thank you, Sarah, for the graphic. It, it, took, it took a really long time. It took a crazy time. Now, live and direct from South Texas, my boy. I got a guest. Are you be the most crazy guest in CBS history? We need to drop the explosions. Pop, pop.
My little brother! Yeah, what's up? What's up, my boy? What's up? How what's you up, doing? man? What's up, man? What's up? So I got well, we don't know his name. I don't know the labor laws in Texas. I don't know. I don't know if we can get sued for this shit or whatever. We need to talk through the mic. I don't know what the labor laws are in Texas, so I had him cover his identity and all that shit. And I and I realized this guy has been there for me throughout my entire journey in CBS Nation. Yes, you, don't, sir. you don't need to be that animated. You oh. just be yourself, bro. You do you. You you let yourself rock. You let yourself cook. You need to do all that. What? He's covering his face. That's a good. It's a great. He's covering his face, so he isn't recognized. One and two, like I don't. I generally don't know the labor laws in the state of Texas. He 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 might be a minor. We don't know. I'm not saying that for sure. He might be, but we're just. I'm just covering my bases. I'm over 18, so I can work. He might not be. We'll just see how it goes. So, how you doing, man? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. So tell me your story. How are you here? Came out of the womb. What the fuck? Already a legend. Started from the bottom. Now we're here. So, as I said earlier, um, generally, 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 uh, when I went to Cancun with my parents, I, I had no cameraman. I was like, how the fuck, how the fuck am I going to record shit for the show? And then my brother out of nowhere was like, hey, I got you. I'm going to help you record. And from that moment on, I knew that this guy was a dog. And it's crazy when you think about it, because that night in Cancun, I, do, I was just rambling, rambling on and on and on and on. I even went to a tangent about 9-11. Wait, 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 wait. What about Bush? No, 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 no. You were born when? 2005. So you weren't born for 9-11? So how do you remember 9-11? I never remember 9-11. You never said I remember 9-11. Why did I assume that you just remember 9-11? So, so, okay, better question. When was your first, like, vivid memory of 9-11? 2011. Because of the 10-year anniversary? No, because of Osama bin Laden. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> all right thank you my guy i appreciate it yeah, no great problem. interview thank no. you great interview thank you bro appreciate it give me give me my sunglasses the adults my superiors they're on their way don't worry they'll be here any moment now but fuck it with me you ball you missed my whole rant or speech about hey this is this is a democracy you want your input this is the time to get it you always say it should be you this is the time for it to be you i'm gonna listen and read and see but apparently not. You, you got to prey on my downfall. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. I just want you to have a good time, but I get it. Praying on my downfall. And now, for the greatest part, well, this is, I mean, he's not dead, but still. This is for my degenerates, for my dog, Mookie, because we have a crazy story from the NFL. Who isn't having fun because you're the party's degenerate gambler. So, earlier this week, reports came out that a Colts player made a crazy amount of bets inside the organization. My first thought was, fuck, 
there goes Jonathan Taylor. But no, it turns out that Colts player Isaiah Rogers, Isaiah, Isaiah Rogers was the one who made apparently, allegedly, so I don't get fucking sued for defamation. Fuck you, Brett Favre. Allegedly, he made hundreds of bets as an active NFL member and that there was a considerable number of bets that were placed from within the team's practice facility and that the wagers were made through like a burner account, essentially, which is one of his friends. And now he's allegedly facing a whole lifetime ban from the NFL. My main piece of advice to Mr. Isaiah Rogers, who is, he's one of us wholeheartedly. He's a degenerate. I'm a degenerate. We're all degenerates. Well, not most of you, all are haters, but I'm a degenerate wholeheartedly. Why the fuck are you an active member of the roster gambling in person at the facility? Why? It makes no fucking sense. Granted, he's probably a practice squad player and he's making like 500K. Shit, that's fucking 480K more than I'm making. If bro just did his fucking job and left the phone to his wife and sent her text like, hey, do this to this, like bet this, this and this. And she'll do it for you. I've never understood why these NFL athletes are gambling on their own team from the fucking facility. It makes absolutely no sense to me. I've always wanted to understand why. You, there's no thrill. You're already making money. The whole reason why we like gambling is because we have this like placebo effect, false reality in our head. Like, oh, we're going to become fucking Warren Buffett by gambling. But no, that's not the case. You already have bread, my guy. Why are you gambling from the facility? Jamo, Jamison Williams, I understand what he was doing. He was betting on the NBA. Great. But, bro, don't do it from the facility. If you saw what happened to Calvin Ridley for gambling on football, yes, but from home while he was on the IR for mental health. Hey, shout out to apparently June. Shout out all my LGBTQ plus IA members. And then shout out, it's Men's Health Month. So shout out mental health. If you need help, please get it. I hope I remember the number, 433. That's for all the dogs and doggettes. But anyways, 988, fuck. 988, 988. Close enough. You, you multiply and add it. You do a little bit of math and the numbers add up. Three plus three is six plus two is eight. So that's where the last two numbers come in. Four plus four is eight plus one is nine. So we're, we're close enough. To, I think I fucked up the numbers again. Anyways, yeah, you saw what happened to Calvin Ridley. Why the actual fuck would you, It's like Reggie Miller when he scored 13 in like the fucking two and a half seconds. When whatever old guy was on the call and he was like, the presence of mind. To shoot that, the presence of mind, the stupidity of mind to make bets at the facility. My guy, what are you doing? It's it's just ludicrous. I just wish that no one, Sarah White says, did anyone learn anything from Pete Rose? You know what the crazy part is about Pete Rose? I didn't know who Pete Rose was until they did that shit for 30 for 30 on ESPN. I didn't know who he was until then. But then when I saw it, I realized, ah, eh, this guy isn't that bad. But then I heard about all the other shit, and yeah, I keep him out of baseball. We don't, we, don't, we don't need that shit in baseball. Just like Carl Malone, get him the fuck out of here. And speaking of Carl Malone, I'm thinking about it. Fuck that guy, too. It's not for basketball. I need to get this out of the way. I, I love all my Swifty fans out there. I really do. I genuinely do. But fuck that bitch, bro. Dead ass. I don't know if y'all have heard about this story regarding Taylor Swift, 
but it's it's not even a rumor. It's a fucking fact. It's the reason why all of our favorite teams, well, fuck most of y'all teams, they suck. It's the reason why my team got eliminated from the playoffs. So as most of us know, oh, I hope you know if you're not living under a rock, that Taylor Swift is currently on her Eras tour. Dude, that tour is making so much fucking money. What, I want you to give me a number on how much you think that tour is making. 250 million. He said 250 mil. My guy, he is so short. It's making like in the billions. He's going to make quarterback money. Not even quarterback money. If you combine the top five quarterbacks, that's the bread she's going to make from that tour. So shout out Taylor. You're, you're getting everything you deserve. But you're still a bitch. So anyways, she's on her tour and she's making stops all over the country. Obviously, that's how the tour works. But she's also been controlling the NBA playoffs this whole fucking time. So earlier in the postseason, when the Celtics were playing against Atlanta, she was, she had three shows in Atlanta, and the Hawks got done in by the Celtics. And then, coincidentally, she played three shows in Atlanta right after the Celtics got done in by the fucking Hawks. Oh, fuck. I fucked that up. I said that again. Hey, it's a work in progress. It's a work in progress. It's a work in progress. So let me rock. So, yeah, she played in Atlanta right after the Celtics beat the Hawks. And then the next round, when. The fucking she's playing in Philly as the Celtics and Jason Tatum absolutely kill the 76ers. Kill. It was amazing. It was beautiful to watch. Tatum dropped a 50 burger. Shout out Taylor Swift. I was a big fan. I was even streaming some of that shit. But then, but then she came from my squad. And this is when she became op number one. When she became a bitch. Maybe Kanye was right. Maybe Hitler was right. We don't know. We'll see. But she had a couple shows in Boston as the Celtics were playing the Miami Heat. And you really think about it and you see that Tyson says Taylor Swift over Kobe. I have to, I don't know what type of take that is. Like, it's because it's like comparing like apples to like brisket. I'm a big fan of apples, but I also like brisket. So what are we rocking here with? Uh, considering that Taylor Swift hasn't really committed a crime or allegedly committed a crime, I'll go with T-Swizzle. Kobe's kind of solid too. Scott wouldn't like me saying that. But hey, I can say as I want because remember, democracy. All this shit is here. This is on me. Sarah White says Kanye's never right. Yeah, but he made graduation. So I mean, kind of evens out, I guess. So here's the kicker, right? She's got a tour. Obviously, the Celtics lost to the Heat. The Nuggets fucking swept the Lakers. Again, here's the kicker. She has a tour stop in Denver next month, and she has no shows in Miami. So not only is she my op because she fucked over the Celtics, now she's my op because she's a supporter of Bam Adobo, and I fucking hate Bam Adobo. I fucking hate that guy. It pisses me off. But, okay, as much as I hate him, he's having a great series, but still, fuck that guy. So now it begs the question, is the curse going to fuck over the Nuggets? Well, there is no question because it already has. Duncan Robinson, who looks like Sheen from Jimmy Neutron, dropped like 15 points in fucking three and a half seconds. And the Nuggets ended up winning. I mean, ended up losing to the Heat. Jimmy Butler ran out of bounds, and the refs didn't call it. We all saw that. I feel like Alex Jones, the way I'm speaking right now, it's like, it's disrespectful to myself, but it's a fact. Because, bro... Jim Butler was out of bounds. They didn't see that shit, and the Heat won. So essentially, what you're telling me 
is that Taylor Swift is a Heat fan. I'm happy for Jimmy Butler, but hopefully she's wrong. Just like her fucking video, her music video winning over Beyonce's wasn't deserving. I hope this aligns together and Beyonce is the Nuggets and that she gets her justice and the Nuggets close out the series in five. We'll see how it goes, but it's not looking great for me. Fuck the Nuggets. It's not looking great for me. Tyson Thorpe says, this is, okay, this is insanely entertaining. Thank you, Tyson. I feel like I'm shitting the fucking bed. But hey, we're 28 minutes in and it's going crazy. Super crazy. The comments going crazy. I feel like I'm in Ibiza right now with all the vibes going on. It's wild. But I mean, what a great time. What a great time. Caesar, were you bitching that Jimmy Butler was out of bounds? And you're you're saying that are you kidding me right now? I had to cut vacation short because you're in here saying Jimmy Butler was out of bounds so that the Heat stole one in Denver. They added 0.9 seconds onto your series. No, 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 but that's before but that's before Taylor Swift fucked us over. (laughs) Like that 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 has nothing to do with it. Taylor the Heat are my ops. Taylor Swift is. So the refs like Okay, so that's how this whole thing started is because you you believe in this Taylor Swift conspiracy theory. You believe it's not a conspiracy theory, it's a fact. It is a conspiracy theory. Bro, JFK didn't get shot by Lee Harvey Oswald. That's a conspiracy theory. That's one for sure. I mean, actually, no, that isn't one. I take that back. That isn't a conspiracy theory whatsoever. This is a fact just like that is that the CIA killed JFK, Taylor Swift. Is cursing the NBA. <laughs> it's one and the same. It is. Listen, I will say it's an amazing coincidence how this has all gone down. That the one city that Taylor Swift does not have a stop in is Miami. And that's one of the like this decides it. This series determines if Taylor Swift is actually controlling the outcome of the NBA playoffs. Like this is it. Because if Denver loses, we're going to have to hear about how Taylor Swift is the devil for all of time and if denver wins then people are going to talk about how taylor swift is the devil for all of time like there will not be this is this is all taylor swift all the time now at this rate taylor swift is becoming just as bad as kanye is she fucked over my celtics yeah kanye said some crazy shit but he's just as bad caesar what was going on here before i showed up because i'm reading back through the comments and tyson said the shitting the bed is the entertaining part and whitey said have you ever watched someone else shit the bed though still pretty entertaining and robert taylor said finally an adult showed up what is what happened look i I could tell you what happened it's a bunch of fucking haters (laughs) it was my first go around i was just trying to make everyone laugh give everyone a stress reliever like how i said a couple weeks ago i'm just a team player I'm just a team guy. Listen, I dish the ball around. I appreciate you holding down the fort, man. Uh, seriously, it's it's very helpful. Uh, appreciate it. As Scott chugs on beers and cracks things into the microphone and doesn't hey, do stuff at all. I well, I, well, you guys were holding it down. I was like, I will willingly jump in if we're bashing Taylor Swift, but I didn't want to cut anybody off. Uh, unlike <laughs> Kanye, I'm actually let you finish. Like. But Taylor Swift, fuck that bitch. She's a curse. She's she's the devil. She's anything terrible in life. That is Taylor Swift. Yeah, like I, her. Everybody wanted to talk shit about the Kardashian family, but this bitch is solo out here. She's like the Michael Jordan of fucking up NBA shit. 
Like, fuck this shit. I hate Taylor I, Swift. I got a quick question for the both of y'all. What are y'all drinking tonight? Oh, look at you. Hosting <laughs> duties. I appreciate it. As a matter of fact, let's go ahead. Let's play a little music and let's intro these beers correctly. Scott, what do you got? And you bang it? Uh, same thing I was drinking last week, which is <laughs> lime, uh, lime feeling good Mexican style lager by Fathead Brewery. I didn't get to the fucking store and I'm coming in here hot because kids baseball season every game but the final game was played on a days other than tuesday so i was like oh shit i should probably grab something to drink oh shit i ain't got nothing but stuff from last week fuck it, we rolling banged it last week i'm gonna bang it this week that's all i got hey, hey scott uh this week i'm drinking zombie ice from <laughs> all right, all right, all right. because i've been in washington dc for uh for a half week and uh i was more worried about getting bourbon when i got home than getting beer are we getting too lazy to do the beer part of the show anymore like the fact that we're <laughs> barely buying beers like we're just i i know it's it's gotten interesting we're but totally you know what? like it's it's part of the the theme like even our half ass beer intros are better than no beer intros otherwise <laughs> it's just us drinking and looking like alcoholics like yeah it's i i, I prefer the half-ass intros oh oh sorry i was gonna say who cares at that point? well yeah i mean we already look like assholes anyway but Yes, sir. Look who Caesar says yes, sir, with his shirt unbuttoned, sunglasses on. Uh, speaking of talk to me when you get it. Speaking of looking like assholes, Mookie just joined in too. What's up, y'all? How we doing? How we doing? Uh, FC just put their second in the back of the night tonight, so it looks like we're gonna be moving on to a semifinal U.S. Open Cup uh, match. Caesar, you killed it, bro. I was there from the jump. Uh, so impressed. So so proud. Just wow. Just growing up. Right my intent, dude. Man. My asshole was like this. I was shitting. <laughs> I was so yeah. fucking scared. I just want to give everyone a good time. Doing it right. I, I just want to give. Some, I just want to give the people a good time. Hey, dude. Once I, you I, hit that live absolutely. button and it's all on you, I've been there. It's like it. That first time you do it, it's a little. Uh, none of us have ever just done solo that's Every, true oh, I'm yeah, a fucking dog the then. first one in craft brood sports history to hit to the live button solo. and handle yeah. it by himself this man deserves all the props and, well done. and also yeah. bring on bring on a fugitive uh america's most wanted <laughs> top 10 style too like yeah what what was with the all kinds of situation rules. caesar why it, it, was okay. there a hostage so, Again, I was like, I need to cover some time here. I'm hoping I get to my 30 because that's when the adults are supposed to show up. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do something for the people. The people love my little brother. Every time he's popped up, everyone's been like, yo. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to bring my brother on. I I went to Best Buy, bought some equipment to try to get a two mic set up. And the equipment didn't work so i was panicking and i was like how the fuck am i gonna do this i was like you know what we'll just share a mic if it goes to shit so what it'll be like the other 30 minutes but then i was like wait fuck what if like fucking what is it cps child protective services what if they see that shit and i'm like wait a fucking minute i'm gonna avoid all the labor laws and all the cps allegations i'm gonna fucking disguise them so we don't know if he's a minor we don't know who that was 
It also cracks me up whenever anybody says CPS and they're referring to child protective services because it's also S Cincinnati Public Schools. And so, oh, one, <laughs> they're about the same level of quality, though. I'd say Scott, right? I mean, comparable. Yeah, yeah, they're both pretty terrible. But it's it's just funny when somebody says it, and I assume they're talking about the school district. It takes them, and it's like, oh, they're talking about child protective services. I'm like, why the fuck would the school come get them? Like I, I mean, sending him to show CPS up is punishment to... I just had so I had yeah, a little bit real, more though. planned with him, but then like the 9/11 tangent happened, and I was like, "It's because it's crazy when you think about it." People you pulled born... that ripcord. Hold on, you pulled that ripcord so fucking fast after that. Like the 9/11 tangent, you were just like, "I'm out." First of all, I loved seeing you feel old for once. That was a that was Dude. a magnificent thing to see. It's because. Again, like, I was like 9-11, and I was like, wait a fucking minute. That was in 2001. I was like one and a half. This kid wasn't fucking born. I was like, so what the fuck is his first memory of 9-11? And he said <laughs> What 2000... the hell is your first memory of 9-11 <laughs> one and a half? What the hell are you talking about? I was in kinder. Oh, pre-K. At like one a... and a half? No, 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 no. I was like, you know how they have like pre-K three? Yeah, yeah. Okay, but wait. Then you weren't one and a half. Because I was three. Okay, but you're, now you're... you're... What were you one or were you three? Like I was one and a half. I was one and a half, but my first memory was from when I was three. Oh, I get what you're saying. You're saying that oh, you, you were, were one, one and a half, half when it happened. Half. Your first memory Wait, of all right, the but that's what I'm saying. You. Like you don't actually remember it. Like the first memories of 9/11 you have are three years Texas public fact, schools. Right? I overcame the odds. Like, I am a survivor. Like that's, that's wild to me. Like, I remember walking up the staircase and my friend Jeff saying, yo, an air, an airplane just hit the, the Twin Towers. And I was like, and but at the time, it was literally like, oh, well, if you just figured it was some dumbass pilot. We kind of laughed it off for a second. And then I was like, no, nah, I don't know. It, it, there's like two planes that hit. I was like, well, what do you mean two planes hit? And then we watched that shit live at school, dude. Like the fact that you were one and a half when it happened is good God. Yeah. So imagine not being born. Yeah. No, I can't imagine not being born. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was 18 when it happened. So I was like, wait, what the fuck? And I was like, so what's your first memory? And he said the 10th anniversary. And I was like, nah, get the fuck out of here. That's when the Jets beat the Cowboys. I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> so I ended it. Oh you my did. God. You pulled the ripcord on the segment uh, very, very quickly. It was awesome. But great job in all seriousness. Great job. Yeah. yeah. Hey, we, man, we, appreciate, we appreciate you doing it. that for us. Like, seriously, that was as big, helpful. And, and again, doing something that ain't none of us done. But I can tell you, I've been there where it's just like, oh, fuck, time isn't moving. I don't know what I'm supposed <laughs> to say. If I'm being honest, time went by a little bit faster than I thought it was. Because I really? had, oh, I had man, like, time doesn't move for the other I had, I had like a like a little like mini rundown and i was like all right this should be at least like 25 minutes and then when shit hit the fan well it hit the first fan as soon as the fucking show started and then it hit like the five fans behind it at like 28 <laughs> minutes <laughs> and i was like wait 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 i'm good i'm two minutes away and then bah, 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 mike came in did you i was everything on your rundown is there anything else on your rundown you wanted to cover no, uh, I talked about okay. that fucking bitch Taylor Swift. Yeah, <laughs> hell yeah, fuck that bitch. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Speaking I, of which, uh, uh, going back real quick to the the whole getting, I was so excited to get here at eight thirty because the game started nine minutes early, and it was just like, wow, what these games never start early. 
dude at 6 30 i looked up and i'm like we're still in the second bro it's been we started early and we are still in the second 40 minutes into this game kids were just tossing it all over the place even my own kids i was like please throw the ball over the plate both of them pitched both of them walk like three dudes it's like heist come on guys just throw strikes. Oh, it was one of those nights where the kids are just bouncing the balls all over the place. Hear me out. The final was seven like... to seven. All seven runs were scored with walks or on both sides. Like 14, 14, 14 runs square. How many innings did you get in? Because did they set a time limit? Or oh, yeah. There's And there's a time limit. And we didn't meet okay. it in like any of the games or like we paid through it in the most. At six thirty or at seven thirty, that like the hour and a half, there's like no more innings started. So it was the the sixth, the top of the fourth had just ended, and we were home team. And so Ump was like, "Well, technically we're not supposed to start, but it's like the last." I was like, "Hey, just let us get one more bat." And I was like, "Man, our kids can it can drive in a single run. Like that's been nothing for them, dude." Ended up getting strikeouts after strikeouts, and nobody, two nobody walks. walked in the last inning. Like, well, yeah, two. There was two walks. There was two walks, but okay. strikeout, strikeout, strikeout. And it was just like, God bless it, kids. All you had to do was get one hit, one hit. Like it. Oh, it was painful, and I'm just like, come on, man, finish. That's amazing, uh, and I, I'm glad that your season ended in a tie. Uh, yes, nine, two, and. One. <laughs> Caesar, did you have something for Scott's uh, coaching debut here? Hey, no. Shout out your kids for pitching and for picking it up. They got ice in their veins, like D'Lo. So shout out them. <laughs> Thank shout you. Out to I who? That. Who's who's like a badass old guy coach? Not. No, I'm not saying you're old. I'm saying like like a legendary <laughs> type shit. I'm not saying you're old. I also like, say Tony. What is his name? De La Russa. De La Rosa? Yeah. <laughs> you, you said I'm not gonna say anybody old and then proceeded to name the no, most but what, isn't he like a legend? manager in major league. Like, isn't history. he like a legend? Yeah, but he's also old as shit, man. Okay, no, I got like, you, I got like, you. Who's those it, guys, 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 who's no, it all, who's not an old guy like Tony La Russa's like sixty years older than us, dude. Like Shut like at least young, he's at least forty years older than us. Wait, did you just say Dusty Baker? The young Dusty Baker. Oh, the young Dusty Baker. That feels oh. like this. Oh. Hang on, it's, it's like it me being of... a reincarnation of Mariota. Race card. <laughs> he won a World Series last year. What do you want me to do? The young, but the funny part is the young Dusty Baker never won shit. It's oh, old God. as fuck Dusty Baker that finally won the World hey, Series. Hey, tribulations make you a better man. Hey, guys, oh listen, God. real Good quick. Times. Before we, we're going <laughs> to... We're going to keep going with this show. This is a, a show. This is. <laughs> I'm I'm loving what's happening here. Caesar, I love the drop, too. So the more you know, I hope we don't get sued. But let's give a shout out to our friends at Caldera Lab. Listen, everyone. May is here. Actually, now it's June. So we need to <laughs> here, everybody. Uh, it's vacation mode, baby. Here we are. Uh, we got a deal. Reading the internet wrong again, ain't you? No, it says May right here on the comments. Hey, you guys hear track. about this thing that happened in 2001? It's wild. <laughs> Read the live for it. Uh, listen. <laughs> 
Caldera Live is going to get your skin looking awesome this summer. Uh, nine out of ten men have experienced healthier and visibly improved skin. Uh, Scott can attest to that. Scott, zero anger lines on your face. As your kids go uh, over the time limit, unable to drive in a run to break a 7-7 tie where everybody scored on unearned walks, you don't have a single anger line on that face. All the anger lines have been dried up, which, I mean, you know, coaching these kids has been fun. I absolutely love it. But, man, there were some anger lines when I was the one running practice on Mondays and a couple of our kids just could not focus. But thank God for the good every morning. Cleared it right up. Don't have to worry about it. Shout out to Daryl Labs for getting rid of my anger lines from coaching. <laughs> That's going to be the best way to Thank you for getting rid of my anger lines from coaching. Uh, CalderaLab.com is where you go. Craft Brood, all one word, is the code that you use to get 20% off. You got the Clean Slate, which is the facial wash that you use twice a day. Start your day off with it. End your day with it. Uh, it gets you feeling fresh. gets you feeling clean. All natural ingredients are way to go. Then you got the good. The good, uh, Scott applies it in the morning. I'm a little different. I go at night with this one. It is the evening, the serum. Uh, <laughs> Remember, I get up 1 a.m. for work. So That's a good point. That's a very good point, Scott. <laughs> uh, but then you end your day with the face layer with some fortifying moisturizer. Get all of these products. Caesar swears by the icon, right? Caesar, you're a big fan of that. Yes, sir. It works. It does wonders to your skin. It I'm does not wonders. <laughs> okay, look, look, look. I'm it's not like here. you're being held hostage. It's because no, no, I'm not. I'm just being a dog. <laughs> so look, I'm not here, arrogant as fuck, with a but a shirt that's fucking unbuttoned, and these douchebag sunglasses on. If it wasn't for Caldera Lab, it makes my skin look amazing, and I can't believe how great I look. It is because of them I have this newfound confidence. <laughs> CalderaLab.com slash Craft Brood is the site that's going to get you 20% off. Go buy it! Go get all of the products from our friends at CalderaLab. Sell out! So you two can sit around with your shirt unbuttoned with sunglasses on on a podcast and feel that confidence that this man... I feel like Chief Keith when he goes back to Chicago. It's crazy. <laughs> also, I will be dropping a Google Doc oh. link in the Facebook group to rate the first 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Are you treating your show like your sex life? Get out of here, bro. No, 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 no. No, no, that's way too ran through to be. No, 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 no. I got to see these answers. Like, whatever happens, I have to see these. Uh, Tyson Caesar said, uh, Tyson says Caesar looks like a white guy at a Jimmy Buffett concert. Is that Margaritaville guy or no? Yes, it is the Margaritaville guy. Is that guy. Margaritaville guy? I don't know who he was. That is who Jimmy Buffett is. Oh, my arms is. are darker than my chest, though. Um, guys, I listen, it's rare that I get to do this, uh, and it's very rare to start the show 46 minutes in, but we're going to start this show in a way that I've always wanted to start a show. Let's talk some golf. Playing a game of whack fuck here. Whack. (laughs) In the middle of the NBA finals and Stanley cup final, here comes golf. Stealing all the headlines. Mr. Steal Your Headline comes in and golf takes over the news cycle today with an amazing announcement 
that the PGA Tour, the DP Tour, which is the, the European Tour, and Live Golf are all coming together under one entity that is funded by the Saudis. Here we go. Golf just taking it, just fucking getting all the money. Don't care. All that dirty money that Monaghan talked to all these players. Hey, don't take that. That's dirty money. I had people that I know that died in 9-11. Caesar's brother wasn't alive for it, but I had people that died there. Listen, this is something. That was even the Saudis. It is disgusting that you would take this money. Stand by the tour. Stand by the tour. And then um, three weeks later, Monaghan's out here like, you know what? Saudi money ain't that bad. Like, that's a pretty good deal here. And flips. How pissed are these golfers that turned down the money? Scott, Tiger Woods reportedly was offered $800 million to, lo- to join Liv, but he stayed loyal to the tour, and now the tour is just joining Liv. Like, what the hell are we doing here, man? I hadn't thought about this until you just said it, but what if what if this was all just a, a long play by golf? They're like, we're going to get Tiger back for uh, fucking up our money here recently. And uh, when he when he turns down the big offer, we're going to negotiate to join him, bring him into the fold and then give him the double deuce like, hey, Tiger, when you were fucking up our money with your back injuries and your marital problems, guess what? check came due motherfucker (laughs) but in all sincerity like we were sitting there talking about this earlier and when when all of that was going down and we said like how funny it was it gonna be if they ended up joining forces in the other thing this is 100% WCW and WWF finally just folding into one. They had all the Monday Night Wars and WCW is like, hey, don't watch their filthy program. We're wholesome over here. Like, you know, you want to watch wholesome wrestling without all the smut? Like, come on over here. And WWF leaned into being like, man, fuck you guys. Like, you nerds. Like, and and I mean, I was a WCW guy and then WWF sucked me right in. And then after a while, it was just like, and why don't you just go ahead and join forces because this would be really awesome together, like instead of separately. And then sure enough, WCW folds, boom, right into it. Dream come true. But that, I mean, both sides played the same way. Like golf tried to pretend they were holier than thou. And like you said, don't go over there and take that dirty money. And then they're like, but that dirty money looking kind of sexy. Let's go get that. Dude. Let's <laughs> let's go get that. Hey, why why are we fighting over the same pot? Let's just all jump into this big ass pot. Like fuck. And you're right, man. What a what a great move. I don't even know if golf is smart enough to have thought about it. But if somebody in their PR department was like, "Yo, this is big. Let's announce this shit during the fucking NBA finals and blow that shit up." <laughs> like mad respect for golf. But my things they probably just you know they probably just like oh hey we finished this like we're getting filthy money so let's just announce this like they completely unaware of what was going on in the rest of the sporting world because that's how golf rolls it's amazing because the players had no idea either like the pga that's even even funnier and the players had no idea the the quote that i kept seeing circulating around was from an espn article where it said one pga tour player was quoted as saying no fucking way like That and that's awesome. I love that they did it a backdoor too. Hey, y'all don't take that money. 
hey, can we get that money? Like, <laughs> wow, that is some, wow. It's cool. That is some, it's gangster as shit it, for no, it's, to do it that way. It's also OWG as shit. They were like, hey, oh, yeah. we keeping this fucking money. We ain't giving it to the fucking players. We keeping this money. And the it way was, you're exactly right. Shit. That's why they had to tell them not to do it. Don't do it. <laughs> yes. don't do it. You don't yes. want it. You don't want it. Hey, can we get in on that? You don't want this. There is no way. But seriously, like, can we get it? Can we get it? Yes. Can no, yes. no. Stay away. It's bad for you. Don't do yeah, it. Yeah, it's you awful. Know, we, got, we got so, right? We, okay, we're good. Terrible, guys. Yeah, yeah. I'm in. Then they're like, guess what, guys? It's great. Yeah, come on in. Everybody's a part it's, of the team now. Kind of like parenting. <laughs> do as I say, not as I do, motherfucker. <laughs> Jared said OWG's hitting a new level of shady. Caesar, what's your take on Live Golf and PGA Tour joining forces? <laughs> they did them so dirty, you would think that more of the tour was black. <laughs> 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 It's like a newer age take, I guess, but it reminds me of when all the streamers left for Mixer and Microsoft was giving them a crazy ass bag. And then Microsoft was like, well, fuck, this shit sucks. And they all went back to Twitch with their crazy ass bag. And all the streamers that didn't go to, to Mixer were like, well, what the fuck? We missed out on all that money. Yeah, dumb fuck. Get fucked, loser. <laughs> That's why you always take the money. Bro, if Saudi Arabia came no. out, like, and that's what we said, dude. When Phil was catching heat, I'm like, my man, Phil, big ups, dude. Get that money. Like, somebody gonna get this shit. I mean, might as well be me. The PIF. It's amazing to me, though, because like, and people were making this comparison all day long where they said Live Golf pulled out the Michael Scott paper company. Like, they were on life support. Live Golf was done. The CW cut away from a playoff that would have won a champion or won some tournament in the live golf to show reruns of whatever bullshit shows they show on the CW. That's where live golf was. Gilmore done. girls. They were, <laughs> they were done. Like it was, they were on life support. The PGA tour was doing fine. They were going to win. They were winning courtroom battles. They were winning in the ratings. Like they were winning this fight. And then at the end, they were just like, now, you know, like you give us some of that money and it's all done. Like, we're done. Could you imagine? What? Could you imagine watching the, the Masters on fucking CBS and they cut away in the middle of the, the, the final putt and uh, uh, a putt off at the end of the Masters and mid putt, they just cut into some How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> like, some low budget ass CW shit. Like, it just started an episode of like hey we take you now live in progress <laughs> to an old episode of how i met your mother <laughs> not even that show like in like good shit. episode Sorry. of it either just like a terrible episode <laughs> of how much like really you had to cut in for this one Did yeah, that we gotta pay the bills <laughs> wasn't that was it a raiders oh. game that they cut into for the sound oh of music like a long time there was a, Probably. There was a raiders game that they were like and now sound of music <laughs> Uh, sorry, Caesar. I was interrupting you when you were talking there. No, you're good. It just reminded me of when fucking ESPN cut away from Texas versus Texas Tech to watch fuckboy Aaron Judge's bullshit ass home run derby bullshit. <laughs> oh, still... Well, at least that was that. Yeah, that was that was fuckboy of them. But at least it was sports. Like it was the same realm. Like no, I get the, you. It's like it's like, like the network. Like, like that's why I threw out. It's just like oh CBS. What's one of their bullshit shows? Oh, how, how I, I met, met your mother. mother. Like yeah, they just dropped it in. Like that's how low budget the CW is. 
but with the CPU. It was oh my gosh. an old episode here's, of 902. Here's Tiger Woods lining up for this four-foot putt to win the Masters, <laughs> break Jack Nicholas's record. The crowd goes silent here at Augusta. Tiger Woods after an epic comeback, and then it just cuts. And Two big like, girls. Young Sheldon, everybody. <laughs> that would be... <laughs> That would be rich, dude. Ah, that would be fantastic. Oh, My biggest God. take from the Saudi thing is, though, the PIF is always going to win because their money is just... I thought I knew how crazy their money was. No, it is so fucking crazy because Benzema, the striker... It's soccer, sorry. But the striker from Real Madrid is making $643 million guaranteed over the course of three years. No Jesus tax. Christ. Zero tax. For going to the PI to like the Saudi League, bro. You know what? I would do that shit. I'd sell my left nut for that shit. Well, yeah, I'd, I'd give both of them that much. But Charles Lance Armstrong, this Armstrong, also to, to, to bring this all the way around. Remember how I made you uncomfortable the last time this story came up and what I said Phil was out here doing? Yeah. Yeah, remember. you know the OWGs once they signed that deal were like, hey, we getting a rap money. Hey! Race card. <laughs> Come on, OWGs blaring Noriega after they signed that deal sounds pretty logical. <laughs> They have no idea who Noriega is. They don't. Is. They don't. There is no doubt about that. <laughs> Yo, my brother. What a great comment from my brother. One point two bill for Messi. That's literally what the Saudis are trying to get Messi for. Yeah, right now it's a big thing between him and like Barcelona or Barcelona. So Barcelona's trying to figure out a way to get him in because of financial, whatever the fuck. And the Saudis are like, you know what? Fuck it. One point two billion, tax free. You want it? Dude, how do people like? There's, there's That's legit no way you could say no. No, there isn't. No, bro. no, right? no. Like, one how does, tax free? Come on, come on. Uh, but like all of this that. money that gets thrown around, like I'm actually shocked, utterly, completely shocked that Tiger Woods did not end up at Live because why did they stop where they did? You know what I mean? Like what was going on that they stopped at 800 mil where Tiger said no? Because it feels like. They could have named any number they wanted. It wouldn't have hurt them, and Tiger would have eventually found his price, right? Like, why stop? What? It's even more mind-boggling that Tiger Woods did not go now and that more of these golfers didn't go because the money is so deep and so ridiculous that how do you turn it down? Like, I don't... I don't understand how you say no to anything. Phil's over in the corner like, I don't know how you turn it down. I sure <laughs> fuck didn't. Brooks Kepka took the bag and then still came back and won not only just a, a major tournament, he won the PGA Championship. Was that the straw that broke the camel's back here? Was that they were like, wait a second, a live golfer just won the PGA Championship. Fuck it. We're taking masters. this money too now. Like, yeah. we're out. We're done. We're done with this fight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, I mean, it, oh, wait a minute. One of these WWF wrestlers came in and won the WCW title. Well, fuck it. Let's sell. Like it's. <laughs> let's just let's just mold it. it we, this ain't happening. We're not gonna beat them. Might as well join them. Fuck it. It's like when McMahon hired Eric Bischoff. 
Yeah, yeah, it's, that's what I'm saying. Like everything happened just like that. It's just like wow. Especially with the fact that the PIF guy, the one that like handles most of this shit, is literally on the board for the fucking tour now. That's the craziest part. Like he's on the board. The PGA Tour gave up a spot on the board for this dude from the the that's the PIF body money. Like it's it's insane to me, fellas. Like this is crazy, and I I'm so intrigued to see what happens to the game of golf because live differentiated itself and like hey we're crazy we wear shorts and uh there's a team concept too and the pga tour has always been owg as shit so like how does this get integrated are we gonna see more team events are we gonna see like they say they want to incorporate that like but like how are you gonna separate the two almost that's what i'm saying like get three factions under an event where it's like live versus pga versus european tour and yes. they're, they're all just like yes out, make out it just like out. wrestling even more yeah they we really got stables we got stables facing off against each other like i am here for this shit make what? golf more exciting make it wild like have the create rivalries with this shit like oh it's the live versus the pga within this whole fucking umbrella they're all doing the same thing but pit them against one another. Get, give me some storylines. Like, make some shit up. I don't care. Like, it, he, it, like Tiger running down the fairway and, and knocking somebody out with a steel chair. Hey, I'm here for that. Well, that's going to be fun, too, because now that it's all in, in like, one, one tour, umbrella. are we going to see more guys switching? Like, are you going to see more PGA guys go back to live? And I know, like, the live guys are probably going to have to pay a fine to come back to the tour, but, like, do they really? Like, I guess we'll see how this all shakes out, but I'm uh, – this is the most excited I've ever. I been was about just gonna golf. say, like, like, I'm excited to see what they do, like, because oh, I feel like this is about to that's a great idea. Game with the- a fantastic idea. Miss the cut, you get relegated. So let's put some tiers in place here. So like European tour at the bottom, live is that in DP the world. Uh, yeah, that's DP world. Uh, okay. Live in the middle, and then PGA tour up top, and you just get relegated in between the three. Throw in the corn fairy tour too, like bring them on. You got guys that are just going way down to the minors, down to like single A. Yes, I love it. I'm in, I'm on board with all of this now. Absolutely, this this has legs. Like this this could be really interesting if they don't just if they didn't just want to swallow it up so that they could just have no competition. Like the biggest thing, incorporate some shit, man. Come on. The biggest thing we got to wait on is to see like the media rights deals on how that shit shakes up. Cause I know the PJ tours got some shit with ESPN to like 2030 and then lives. I mean the live deals, whatever they could probably scratch that shit tomorrow. The Saudi money is ridiculous. Yeah. 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 That, that's what I, nothing out of what that I think they'll end up. Well, what would be a weird way to go about it is, I don't know why I thought this was cool 10 seconds ago, but now that I say it out loud, it sounds whack as fuck. But they keep the PGA Tours as is, right? Like their events as is. Well, the main ones, like the majors. And then all these shitty other little ones, like the Charles Schwab Invitational and shit, they make those like live events and they'll make those like team-based events. I don't know. I really don't know. They, they actually have- No, that, but that's, again, that's like, that's what I'm saying. Like, figure out spit like that's a good uh, as an idea as any when you're talking about making it so that it'll be like more interesting like find a way to make this partnership so that you can create some interest in yeah like those smaller ones where it's like okay nobody's really watching this and no only, one's watching the charles only, Robin invitation yeah like oh, and everybody only cares about okay yeah like th- uh, obviously golf enthusiasts are watching it but i am too when i'm drunk but- for them, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my favorite those, smaller those major tournament 
is the Dell match play in Austin. Cause like you're like, you see the guys play against each other. I listen, I love match play, but the, the greatest non-major in the PGA tour is absolutely the waste management. Open. Oh, There's fuck, no that's right. I don't know why I thought that was a major. That's the event. Here's what, the, but this is where it's going to get interesting. Cause Scott, you're right. Like, and, and I, I like this idea of like, taking give me more rider cup majors type of exactly. Man. Scott, that's how many want, times have we said plays, the rider cup is yes. when golf is at its best where yes. you've got like fans standing and yelling and shit and you got teams and they're actually showing emotion like and that's what i'm saying where it's like you can really take like the the wrestling model and and, like create these groups like and have people following their teams like whatever you know groups that you put together because now you're not talking about countries going and it's just u.s versus europe now you can do like individual factions within like i i don't see what the laws and again make it on these like smaller ones the ones that aren't headliners so that you can drum up interest for that it's like hey here's this whatever tournament team PGA here's, versus team live versus right team like yeah, here's, world yeah and here's how this is going down like we're doing a team event like you it's must see tv kind of sort of like especially if you're like a casual golf fan it's like well shit like let me see what this is about like this is where it brings me in more because i would love to see more events like the Ryder cup i've said that a million times I think now we need to bring the corn fairy. We need to elevate the corn fairy tour, which is like the stepping stone of the PGA tour that needs elevated and included in this so that we have four teams live DP tour, PGA tour, corn fairy. And that way you have one player from every yeah. group in a foursome throughout yes. a tournament weekend. And then it's team scores and all the other shit. Ah, I'm in, I'm, I'm in. This, when is I'm that? So excited! Uh, Thank you, Sal. And they get on the mic and talk shit to each other before the matchups. Like, yes, we do it like they do the match in Vegas, or D- all mic'd up, and you can hear everybody talk. Oh. Dustin Johnson does a couple of lines. It's like, let's fucking go! Like, I'm I'm here for this. Like, golf needs blow. <laughs> when is that? Rory Tiger Wait, where's the shirt? That's it. <laughs> Golf needs blow is the shirt that we have to print. That's a fantastic <laughs> t-shirt right there. Little a little golf ball on a tee with a little dust Flip on some line coming. Yes, dude. <laughs> golf needs blow. Like live is his injection of blow, or like has the potential to be, man. Tyson is on fire tonight with his just his uh, wife like, is constant, so bad. Constant jokes. Who's Dustin wife? Johnson's? Oh, isn't it like Gretz, Wayne it's Gretzky's Gretzky daughter? daughter. Yeah, oh, what? Gretzky. Yes, it's. Oh, and here Gretzky. we go. Here we go. Here's here's facts that the the Caesar's learning today. Here we go. But, uh, you, like, you mean that really old guy on. that really? I need to Google Wayne to Gretzky. Gretzky. My man. That's all Caesar. He did that for his. He did that you for his. You did that, Caesar. Yes. Yeah. Caesar give this up. man the rap air horn. No, 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 no. Him. Don't give me give that. Don't give him. me that. I got yes. it. Man, that is clutch, dude. We. <laughs> That's what you do, dude. Me. We've we've been needing that. We've been okay, needing but that. here's. I'm very terrified to use it because the music is clear as day what it is like i'm just worried it was just for today we could we could workshop it copyright strike or something yet we gotta like we gotta tweak it slightly but the the graphic is great caesar it's well done Uh, thank you (laughs) sir um also tyson said your mom wants my ball on a (laughs) tee wow 
And he That's spelled disgusting. it. He spelled it like the drink. That's why. Yeah, he did spell like the drink. Uh, your mom wants to force him over a weekend. What is Tyson's picture asking me about my butthole on this dude's T-shirt? Uh, I have lots of questions, none of which are about his butthole. Football. <laughs> This Part is two. like football, kind of. It more affects uh, all sports, but we're we're using it as a football segue here. Uh, football adjacent. Yeah. Well, it's. I mean, it's directly impacting football, but also impacting a lot of other things too. Because the rumors are that the Pac-12 could be losing two more members very soon, as the Big Twelve is looking to expand, and they are going to take Arizona. And Colorado, Deion Sanders might be on the move from the Pac-12 to the Big 12 uh, as Colorado and Arizona could be leaving the Pac-12. Dude, their media rights deal is like shot. The Pac-12 has like no deal in place. It's a mess right now. And now you've got to deal with potentially two more teams leaving and going to the Big 12. Like this is this could seriously shake up college sports, Caesar. It's apparently the four corners, like the four corner schools, which aren't geographically the four corners, but Utah, Colorado, Arizona, and Arizona State. It's more than just the two. Yeah. So, I mean, it's so they're going big after. trouble for the Pac-12. I think Colorado's going to be the first domino to fall because their AD recently said, well, we have the utmost and the greatest respect for the Pac-12 and whoever the fuck their governor is. I don't know what the fuck the head honcho. Commissioner. The com- yeah, there you go. Thank you, Scott. What the commissioner is. I got you. But all the while, we got to see what's best for the Colorado Buffaloes and all of our academic integrity and blah, 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 blah. That means we're the fu- we're getting the fuck out of here. We're gone. <laughs> Listen, Colorado said when they hired Deion Sanders, their AD was like, I don't know. We don't have the money to pay him his contract. Like, it doesn't exist. I hope we make enough money to pay him his contract and we just sign him to. Because we don't have it. Yes, that's that's actually a thing they said, Scott. Get the get the draft ready because let me let me understand. Did they put him on layaway or what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, th- this white ass school bought the black head coach on credit. Wow, what a world! What what a time we live in! What, what a, a time! Race card. What a time they to be legit, alive. They legit were banking on the fact that hiring Dion would bring in enough money to pay for his contract. I, dude, don't have I money. didn't know so that. It's, there's, I, I have so many questions that. because, like, yes, obviously they would want to go to the Big 12. The Pac-12 media deal is not going to be what they thought it was, so you got to go someplace where you can get a bigger cut of the pie. Not only that, nobody in the Pac-12 is going to the college football playoffs. You're getting some really shitty bowl payouts from the Pac-12 without USC and without UCLA there. So, like, you are getting – zero from from the kickbacks that you normally would get for your conference payout so you got to go to a conference where you're going to make some money so i get why colorado would want to bolt to the big 12 but my question is if you can't afford to pay Deion sanders the contract you signed him to how are you going to pay the exit fee to leave the pac-12 and go to the big 12 like where is this money coming from are the saudis financing colorado <laughs> what is happening here well, no, and I'm wondering the same thing. I'm like, does Dion know, like, before he signs the contract, like, they're like, hey, look, we ain't got it, but we gonna get it. We gonna get it. But just sign right here for this amount. And just don't worry about it. Like, hey, we'll pay you for the first 
few years. And then after that, we'll we'll see what happens. Like it's like with the fucking regional uh sports networks all folding where they're just Bali like, or Bailey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the, the all of them in baseball all of a sudden are just like, Hey, yeah, we ain't got it. Like, yeah, we know we signed these deals, but like we didn't really have the money. So fuck. Like I I don't even know how that happens. Like, I'm assuming that Dion has some type of insurance policy on this thing. So it's like he's going to get his. But, like, I don't understand how Colorado is able to just essentially just offer money that they don't have. Like, what they, the fuck? They, legit collateral. Said, they legit said, here's the quote from the AD. Quote, we don't have the money yet. But I know we'll have it, so I'm not worried about that piece. <laughs> that is spoken like every person who takes out a lease on a car that they cannot afford and end up in stupid debt, Dude, like ruining their that, credit. Like, that sounds that's it sounds more like the guy talking to his bookie. Look, man, don't worry about it. I'm good for this shit. Just 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 front me the cash. I got four hundred dollars on the Mets tonight. It's a fucking sure thing, and I'm gonna pay you double what I owe you. Don't worry. Yeah, Drop for that don't, not too. don't worry about it. Just saying, we have a drop <laughs> for do, that not too. We do have a drop for that. Who isn't having fun because you're the party's degenerate gambler? Colorado is a degenerate gambler. Let's go. They are legally betting that Deion Sanders will bring in enough money to pay for his own contract and help them leave and go to the Big 12. Like, this is amazing for wow, us. Wow, man. From, like, the college athletics perspective, like, how long – like, pac twelve's done, right? Like, they're done. I There's think they're, no I think they're dead. Their, um, their media rights deal with Fox and ESPN ends Jan- July 1st, 2024. So next year. My mom is a beautiful woman, but I'll not let you talk to her like that. <laughs> That's disrespectful. I will this go to so wherever your location is and just know. Guns are legal in Texas. <laughs> Scott, uh, Scott. Now that uh, Caesar has threatened uh, one of the listeners, uh, if the Pac-12 folds, which it looks like it's going to happen here, Oregon so and Washington are apparently in- like flirting with the Big Ten. Well, yeah, the, you, you're going to have a disbursement of the uh, the remaining, uh, and it feels like it would go to either the Big Ten, the Big Twelve, or the SEC. Like, is the ACC the next one? Are they are they done next? Because it feels like that's the only other conference. Like, the three other ones are getting fatter, and the ACC is just there as like infighting is happening where Clemson and Florida State are like, we want more money, or we're going to leave too. So, is the ACC next on the chopping block? I mean, the writing's on the wall. Absolutely. Especially when your two top members are already saying, like, this ain't it. Like, we see all the money that all these other schools are making and the ones that we're, like, either better than or in the same league. And, like, y'all better get your shit together. And as soon as those two pull out, it's fucking over. The conference will just fold. So, yeah, I mean, like. I think this is another thing we've talked about for years where it's just like, we're going to look up and it's just going to be two big fucking super conferences. Like that's what's crazy to me is that the big 12 is like making moves to try to jockey for like that number three position and stick around. Like if they get big enough, like, yeah, the teams aren't as major, but if you're a big enough conference, yeah, they're names, right? Like, they're not great names, but they're names. You got, you know, Arizona, Arizona State. Like, they, those not programs even. mean something in sports other than football. Like, that's 
it feels like the Big 12. It seems like it's delaying the inevitable, though, because, I mean, ultimately, it's just going to come down to two. Like the third, the third one's also going to get swallowed up because again, you'll have some that start getting googly eyes at the money that they believe that a school they're at the same level as, or, you know, slightly less is making. And they're like, well, fuck this deal. Like, we're just going to go join the big 10 and then somebody will join the Like, and it's just like, that's how it's just going to collapse in on itself. Like there will be, it's going to be two. Here's why I say that. Here's why I say, I don't think it's going to be two. What's the college football playoff going to in the next couple of years? How many teams are there going to be? Is it 12 or 16? 12. 12. 12. So you're telling me we could have like Pac-12 East, Pac-12 West. Four. Four, four, four. And they all – those are your college football play. And the first round of the college football playoffs is like – playing for your conference like playing a team against your conference like you're you're the top two in the pac-12 east you're the top two in the pac-12 west and that's a matchup that starts the college football playoff until we whittle down to like the two highest conference champions or whatever like that's yeah, the, like until we whittle down to cool. alabama and ohio State. okay got it. <laughs> <laughs> you're right okay so cool we'll still end up with the same two teams but they'll just do it in a prettier package like i'm nick saban's like yeah let's do this fuck it i'll like, <laughs> nick saban's sitting there like y'all do whatever and just let me know i'll see you at the title game like i i don't i don't even care the details anymore fuck it do whatever y'all want i'll be over here making all my money making sure these kids ain't and we'll see you at the change <laughs> i think the big 12 has done a great job from being the conference i was gonna die when texas and oklahoma left to being like the triple a that's like, what it'll, yeah yeah it'll, right. the big 12 i mean the big 12 the big 10 and the sec are gonna be like the american and what the fuck is the other the national league and then big 12 gonna be triple a because they do have really good teams. Like Oklahoma State, every odd year is in the playoff conversation. Baylor was in the playoff conversation a couple years ago. TCU was in the fucking national championship. Yeah, they got killed. But I think it's crazy. I thought the Big 12 was dead just two years ago, and now they're probably the third best conference. Well, not probably. They are. They are the third best conference. I, th- I think they're definitely ahead. They're a great of basketball the conference. And they're way ahead of the Pac-12. Guys, let's switch it up here. Let's talk a little baseball. Here's the pitch. Oh, shit. Caesar found out today that uh, Degrom had Tommy John surgery already <laughs> in his career. When he's gonna be fucking Iron Man. <laughs> he's gonna be fucking Iron Man. I thought you just get that shit once and you're good. Yeah. What the fuck happened? The Rangers <laughs> paid him a crazy bag too. That sucks. Someone a bag and they just don't do shit. Yeah, but except for the fact that this was like the worst bag you could hand out ever. Dude has gotten progressively worse with injuries like the writing was all over the wall like when the mets as horrible as the franchise and as horribly as the run are they they the browns of baseball the mets no not quite that bad but they've made some horrible decisions on contracts and shit and when even they were like hey yo jacob even though you're like an icon around here and you'll probably be in our hall of fame someday helped us do a lot of great things we're not going past this number because motherfucker, you can't stay healthy. That's how you know you shouldn't have given them that money. And Texas was like, oh, well, fuck it. Not only will we give you that money, we'll give you more on top of it. <laughs> that was so stupid. Like, this was the most obvious outcome of this. Like, uh, of all the deals that have been signed over the last few years, you're just like, Sometimes you're like, well, you know, maybe it could be bad if they age poorly or blah, blah, blah. But with Jacob DeGrom, it was like, dude, 
he's a ticking time bomb. It's not when he's going to be injured. It's if, and then it was worst case scenario for the Rangers. Like Rangers got like what, four, five starts out of him, And he's going to have Tommy John and he's going to be 36 next year. And he's going to miss another year. And this is the second time, like, Oh God, it's the first year of this deal too. Like, Oh my God. It's, it's a nightmare. If you're a Rangers fan, like they're lucky. They're winning a lot of games right now without him. Bro, shout out Marcus Seaman or whatever the fuck his name is. He's Simeon. going crazy. Wow, Simeon, Simeon, not not Seaman. I low key want to get a Ranger Seaman jersey now because that's just like a funny like. Oh, but look, it's Simeon though. Missed, like, I know, but oh, like, oh, like I could post oh. it on to him and be like, Nike misprinted my jersey, and it says Seaman. I think it'd be funny. Nine twenty. That's your promo time when you're going back to this. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> to, to 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 get the uh, tonight's promo. Dyson said your mom shouts out for <laughs> Dyson making a great point. He says that Degrom's gonna have an arm like that one kid from Rookie of the Year, <laughs> and it does I've feel. Never seen that like movie. The... What did you just say, Caesar? I've never seen that movie. Have you seen Space Jam? I've seen that one. Yes, I've seen both Space Jams. I lived through both Space Jams. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't live through the first there's one. Another, there's another T-shirt. I lived through both these <laughs> jams. I didn't live through the first one. Of course you didn't. Wait, what was the? I already forget the first T-shirt we said. What was the first T-shirt we said? I got oh, golf down. needs blow. <laughs> golf needs blow. Uh, <laughs> Taking some notes here. Uh, and then I lived through two space jams. <laughs> no, I lived through both space jams. Because, I mean, let's let's be honest. Like, if they make another space jam, I, I hope I never lived through three space jams. Like, if it's going to no, be Listen, if they existence. come up with a third space jam, we are absolutely just crossing out both and putting all three. <laughs> but, I mean... In the history of the world, and it's a sm- such a small window. Imagine the the great fortune that you would have to say that you lived through all three space jams. Like, even our grandparents can't say that. <laughs> Technically, my dad has also lived through both space jams. Like, uh, yeah, I guess. But depending on this, I'm saying, depending on the timing of when they make a third, like that's what I'm saying. I hope I don't live long enough to see a third space jam. I hope I do. I hope I do because listen, it 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 got so bad. The awfulness between two and three would be the worst. Like it would be a really bad movie. And I feel like I'd have to see that. I gotta see that. And also Bill Murray would probably still be alive and would be like, I'll reprise my role. Fuck it. I'm coming back. And Bill Murray would show up in Space Jam 3 as just the zombie Bill Murray. Um <laughs> Scott about okay, so DeGrom is this the with DeGrom going on Tommy John, it does this go down the Mets listen, the Mets have Bobby Bonilla considered one of the worst contracts in history. The Reds have Ken Griffey Jr. where they're still paying. He's like the third highest paid player on the team this year. Is this DeGrom contract the worst contract in baseball history? I mean, we're three months into what, a six-year deal? 
It's on its way. Like it's <laughs> it's it's the leader of the clubhouse, if you will. I mean, uh, there's been some very bad deals in Major League Baseball history, but this is already turning out to be one of the worst because there's a good chance he either a has to retire prematurely, like within the next couple of years, because everything's just done, or B has to become an a reliever, a closer, and then you're paying him all of this money to just be a closer, but you're paying him start his money like, oh, I mean, I guess at this point, that might be the best case scenario because I just I don't see how you're going to get much value out of him as a starting pitcher. Like they're babying him and it's he's still falling apart. So I I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I like Listen, I have no ill will towards the Rangers or the Rangers. No, I don't point. either. Like you at this point, you just have to feel terrible for them. Yeah. To like, I mean, you have to like, go through this as a fan base. Like that was, that was your hope. You were like, this could be the missing piece. This could be what finally gets us over the hump. And this like, <laughs> soon in the dude's getting Tommy John again. That's insane. Dude. They got, they got to have some type of insurance on this though. Right. Like, I mean, they oh, had for sure. I mean, look, the team's going to be fine money wise, but no, you know, I know, but I'm just saying like in general though, this is like, I hope that they built in all sorts of safety nets. Cause like, oof. It's not going to be good. It doesn't matter, though. Either way, it's a sunk cost. Like, And that's the problem is that like, as bad as you feel about the position that they're in, it was also self-inflicted. It was like, hey, man, I'm going to buy this dog that's bit like 12 other people, and I'm just going to assume it's not going to bite anybody else from here on out. Like, I'm going to train it, and it's going to be fine. And for a little while, you know, you get it under control and then it fucking bites somebody. And you're like, well, motherfucker, it bit 12 people before. Like, what the fuck did you think was going to happen? Like, come on, man. Um, Listen, I know, Caesar. I know you talked basketball earlier, but I did have another basketball story that we got to talk about real quick before we end the show. Boom, shakalaka! It has been reported that Kyrie Irving has reached out to LeBron about reuniting in Dallas. Kyrie wants LeBron to leave the Lakers and come to Dallas, and we would have a squad of Luka, Kyrie, and LeBron. Like, that sounds like, on paper, that's a team that's winning the title, Scott. Like, easily. I don't know, though. It sounds kind of like a disaster. Like, seriously, like, because I don't buy any, like, I I think I'm I'm all the way off of Kyrie. I don't care. Like, there's just too much bullshit surrounding him. Luca's great. He's amazing. And then top three. Yeah, and then and then LeBron is is me. Like he like we're the same age. Like he's just fucking old. Like he only has so much gas left in the tank. And I I don't like I just don't see it being like that great. Like maybe a couple of years ago. I don't know. It, uh, it doesn't do much for me. It seems like it'd be a, like a, like you'd look at it later on and be like, yeah, we should have seen that fucking coming that that wasn't going to work. 
you don't think you don't think it would work to have those three together, or you don't think it would work like well enough to win the title? Because I feel like LeBron... yeah, well enough to win a title, like they'll be fine. But it's kind of like the Lakers, like the way they have been the last couple of years, where you're like, yeah, on paper they should be great, like that looks like it'll work, and then you see it in application, and you're like, this doesn't really work, like for whatever reason, like it just doesn't click. And I feel like that's the same way with this. Like LeBron's just old enough. Kyrie is too much of a wild card. And as great as Luca is, like can't account for both of them having those type of issues. Like, I don't know. I, I just don't see it working out well. Caesar, what do you think? You think if LeBron goes to Dallas that, uh, that they could win a title? So after the reports came out, they had like a torn tendon in his foot, whatever that LeBron next year doesn't want to be the primary ball holder of the team. So if those reports are true, then he's not going to be that in Dallas. It's going to be, I would hope, Luka. The, my, if LeBron goes, I think wherever LeBron goes, he's going to be great. He's going to, Because, again, if the reports are true that he doesn't want to be the primary ball carrier, ball holder, then wherever he goes, he's going to be fucking fantastic. His IQ is worth the contract alone. But my issue with the Mavs would still be um, Luka and Kyrie. They're both ball-dominant players. How the fuck is that going to work out? We yeah, saw what happened. Like, they missed the playoffs. Yeah. I like, don't think adding the to that the last game as much. Like, it's still I think it'll make them way better. But the fit still isn't LeBron. I think it's more of a Kyrie and Luka issue than it is a LeBron thing. LeBron takes him to Western Conference final contender. Did you but, say LeBron doesn't want to be the primary ball holder? Yeah. He pause. said that more than once, actually. I said carrier as well, too. Yeah, he did. He I just wanted carrier. to make sure, like, you, you, like, ball hold, like, LeBron doesn't want LeBron to be. LeBron is the really, ball really done with holding the balls. So he's like, I you will not want to be this. the primary I, ball I, handler. I, I, I demand some respect. At handler. This point there we go. That's what I was looking for because I'm like, Shout out Dude, Gabe in the comments. Bro, bro said ball holder a whole bunch of times. I have I no said idea. I was, I was letting it go. I was letting it go. I was like, I know what he Y'all means. Y'all got the like, gist of it. No, I just got I got so sidetracked that I'm laughing in my head thinking about LeBron just being the ball holder. And I was like, this would be every Michael Jordan fan joke is just like, LeBron, the ball holder. And that's all I could think about the whole time you were talking, Caesar, is just LeBron is the ball holder. But back to basketball, I was almost right. I predicted the Nuggets and Celtics. Then I decided on Mavs and Celtics, but I didn't say that first. So my original prediction was Nuggets-Celtics. I was still wrong, but I was very close. And I got laughed at for saying the Nuggets. (laughs) Scott, have you been watching a lot of the Stanley Cup final? No. What happened to Tuka I know know that uh, Las Vegas is up, but that's all. 2-0. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen anything, but I mean, hey, Lil John is two games away from from Bliss, baby. I'm I'm rooting for Lil John. Took a Back up, back up, back up, Caesar. Do you know who Lil John is? Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's check him. Just check him. Shut, 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 And that's where you went with it. Okay. Cool. All right. As long as you know, that's fun. For the longest time, I'd conflict. I'd conflict. I co- I confuse fucking him and and T Pain with low 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 low, but then I realized that which two is were- a Flow Rider song, but okay. 
Isn't T-Pain featuring on that song? Is T-Pain not on that song? Yeah, there's he no is. way. He is, he is, he is, he is, he is. That's he's he's who sings the hook. Oh, thank God, bro. <laughs> but I mean, but it, it but it is a flow writer song, so like that's the funny part too. Well, it's like, oh, I got to confuse with that. It's like, well, yeah, but he only sings the hook on that. Like, oh, thank God, I got so <laughs> fucking scared. I was like, there's no way I confused that. All right, I'll take partial credit. Partial credit. <laughs> Like when your teacher gave you the partial credit on your your bullshit paragraph, it's like it didn't really it, you didn't really answer the question correctly, but you bullshit it so well. I'm gonna give you half a point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got to give Gabe what he was looking for here because in the comments, Gabe uh, Gabe asked for it here. He said uh, the heat. Uh, yeah, I might struggle with the heat. Like you might no you might heat, have for the calves. No the calves. <laughs> I can't, dude. When I saw Jimmy Butler step on the line and they didn't call that and they ended up winning the game by three, oh, I'm praying the Nuggets fucking beat them in five. I need to see them lose. I can't handle them winning a fucking ring. I Look, hate Bama there is This run that the Heat are on is the craziest thing I've ever seen in basketball. Like, My, it, Okay, it, no, it's not better than Dirk's. Anything like this. Yes, it's 100% better it's than It's not Dirk. better than Dirk's. It is absolutely better than Dirk's. It's ridiculous what they're doing. Let's talk about these beers that we were drinking tonight. What we were and whether we were banging them, Caesar. I'm gonna start with you since you let off the show, bro. What were you drinking? Would you bang it? I was drinking Real L Brewing Company's Hill Country Bach beer. It is. Let me try to read this stupid shit again. It was brewed and bottled by Real L Brewing Company, handcrafted in the Texas Hills, Blanco, Texas, USA. It is five percent alcohol. It was solid. It tastes like Michelob Ultra. I'd fuck it. There you go. Uh, Scott, what were you drinking? Would you bang it? I was drinking Lime Feeling Good, Mexican-style lager by Fathead Brewery. It's what I had last week. I'd bang it last week. I'd Let's still go. bang it this week. I'm drinking Zombie Ice from Three Floyds Brewing. Uh, last week, I said that this beer could do whatever it wants to me. That still holds up. It is a great 8.5%. This one can absolutely have its way with me, and I can do nothing about it. Um, Consent. The biggest <laughs> do at a tailgate. Just a reminder. <laughs> Caesar, I got to give you props, man. Thank you again for holding down the show by yourself with your hostage of a brother for a half hour before everybody else was able to get on. Thank you. I man. tried my you best. I hope it wasn't that bad. I hope I gave some laughs. I tried. Appreciate you, man. Yes, it was uh, it was fantastic. We appreciate you doing that. Uh, My cherry's you. been popped. Yes, now <laughs> now we know. Like we can just leave. Caesar's got it. Like it's fine. Everybody. Can <laughs> like, we'll that um, was an uncomfortable laugh, by Caesar. <laughs> no, my brother like, just commented because because he, he popped out. Uh, yeah. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We appreciate it. Uh, be sure to follow the show at Crafty Sports on Twitter and Instagram. Go sub to the YouTube channel. Join the Facebook group so you can find when Caesar posts, ask me anything stuff, and you can respond and get your questions asked. But be sure to subscribe, rate, review wherever you get your podcast. Helps us out more than you know. Shout out Belly Up Sports, bellyupsports.com. Go hit them up. Tons of great content there. And shout out to all the podcasts on the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Go sub and rate and review all those shows. We'll see you guys next week. Full show again next week. It'll be a good time. Uh, be sure to tune in next Tuesday, 8 p.m. We'll see you guys. Hey, we getting A-Rap money. Consent. 
It's important. Yeah. Oops, right now.